Hey guys, and welcome back. This is Jeremy Laverne, your host of Man Revealed. Today I sit down with Chuck Talbert. I met Chuck back in 2017 uh, during his axe retreat, and I was fortunate enough to be a team member during that retreat, and uh, me and Chuck hit it off right away. Uh, we share common interests as far as hunting and sports, and uh, he's really one of those men that I'd speak of as far as surrounding myself with like-minded men. Um, he's a man that I can call on if I need to vent, if I need to, uh, if I need some advice, or if I just need to bounce something something off of somebody. I know I can call him, and he's going to shoot me straight. He's going to guide. He's a guy that's going to hold me accountable, um, and he's a man that is doing his best to lead his family by following God. Uh, I truly can't say enough about this family. Uh, some of the most uh, well-mannered kids, um, respectable kids, this whole family is just, I have the utmost respect for this entire family. And I give Chuck and Holly uh, so much credit for just trusting the process and and knowing that what they're doing and, and the God that we're following is leading them in the right direction. Uh, so without further ado, uh, Mr. Chuck Talbert, episode 001, episode 001, let's get it. All right, Chuck, man, look, I appreciate you coming in. Oh yeah, brother. Taking your time and um, giving us some, some insight mm -hmm. on, on what you had got going on throughout your life. Yeah. Um, First off, I mean, this is after Christmas today. We're recording this on the 30th. Y'all had a good Christmas? Everything went good? Oh, yeah, man. Christmas was good, man. Santa Claus showed up and showed out, man. Good, so, good. That's all you can ask for, man. Everybody's healthy. Kids had a good Christmas, man. So we got a family together. Uh, that's, always a, that's always a big plus. You know, you got, I, got, I come from a big family. So that many people in a family, you know, and getting together, you always got some issues. But... Man, it was it was great this year. You good. Know, so no complaints good. at all, man. Good. I can imagine that. And then with all this COVID and everything oh, else, yeah. I, yep, yep, I'd yep. imagine. I know there's we we had to cancel one of ours because we had a cousin out of town that mm -hmm. ended up getting it. You know, so we postponed some things. But yeah. it all worked out in the end. I oh, think yeah. everything went smooth for us, man. It was great, man. Good, yeah. good. And I noticed y'all uh, y'all got another animal. Y'all got another. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We added old uh, Nina to to the farm there. My son, for whatever reason, decided he wants a donkey. So <laughs> things you do for them kids, man. Yeah. You know? But yeah. but it's all good though. It's all for fun. You know, it's, we had a we had a good point in our lives right now. So little stuff like that, you know, goes a long way in memories that's going to last for forever. Right. So I don't mind right. doing it. Right. Man. So Charlie's still doing his, his rodeo thing. Yeah. We just finished up with, uh, with one of his seasons. We're kind of taking a break right now, dealing with some horse issues, but yeah, he uh, he's he's still in it, man. We got some things to figure out. Probably gonna be looking for a new horse and stuff like that, and trying to see what's gonna happen with school sports. You know, uh, yeah. COVID, man, it's tough. Uh, they kind of got things on lockdown right now because uh, he's gonna be getting the school sports also. So we got to see where everything's gonna fit in. You know, right, we right. want to do so much. And what's he looking at in school sports wise? He wants to do football, basketball, 
Okay. Um, yeah, football and basketball. Cool. Now that's yeah. what uh, middle school right now. Yeah, he's okay. just he's in the seventh this year. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good deal. Yeah. Now Maya, she's doing her thing. Oh yeah, she's still rocking and rolling, man. We uh, we we in a basketball right now. Uh, you know, she plays basketball for Sulphur High. This is the first year she's a freshman. Uh, she also does tournament softball. Uh, we're kind of on a break with that right now, which is good. And yeah. we just all basketball, man. They yeah. keep us. They keep us running. Well, that's but good. That's once good. Once again, though, you know, we only only got this time, you know, once. You know, while they're this age, so sometimes, man, it's, it stresses stresses us, you know, and just the running around we have to do. Sometimes we're apart because one's going this way, the other one's going that way. But one thing that I always told my wife, I said, you know, right now, or when when times get a little hectic, when we got everything going on, you know, I said we may be stressed right now, but I can guarantee you one thing, and I can't guarantee a lot in life. I can guarantee you when we look back. At this time in our lives, when we're 70-something years old, you know, and 60-something even, and our kids are grown and got their own lives going on, I said, we're going to miss this, yeah. you know. So, got to take the good with the bad, you know, but, yeah, I wouldn't trade it in for nothing, man. I get it. I get it. And I try yeah. to tell myself that a lot, you know, because uh, I know there's a lot of times where, you know, y'all invite us to do things and stuff, oh, yeah. and right now we just have those small kids, the, the two babies. It's, it's yeah. tough to just get up and go, you mm -hmm. know, so – it's uh, it's kind of a fine line where you mm -hmm. you don't want to wish your life away. You don't want to wish them to grow up. That's right. A little bit more. That's right. Um, but boy, I'm, I'm looking forward to more of those teenage years. Yeah, it all comes in time too. <laughs> and me, you know, me and Holly, we're we're enjoying that. You know, we can, you know, our kids. But you know, Charlie's 13, uh, and that's my youngest, and Maya's 14, and Macy's 20. But um, you know, we're at the point to where, hey, you want to go grab dinner? Hey, throw some hot pockets in the in the microwave. We see y'all later. Yeah, <laughs> you know? survive. So we are enjoying that time in our lives. But I tell you what, man, it it moves fast, uh, yeah. you know, because even though we're enjoying this time, I feel like we're in fast forward mode to where, you know, now Maya's in high school already. In no time, she's gonna be graduating high school, and you know they're gonna be they're gonna be moving on. And yep. I don't want to let my kids go, man. You know, that's right. just, I'm just one of the ones, man. I just, I want them around. I like having a house full of kids. There's always something going on, you know, it's never a dull moment, good or bad, yeah. you know, but there's always something going on. And, mm -hmm. and I enjoy that, man. Yeah. Now, Macy, I'm sure she probably helps out a bunch as far as, I mean, she's, oh, yeah. she's fitting for herself now in college, right? Yeah, she's a junior in college. Uh, she has a job on the side also. She's, um, she's still at home. You know, she's not, uh, she says she's not ready to, you know, go off on her own yet, which is fine, like I say, because yeah. I want to keep them forever, you know. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, she, she's kind of doing her own thing, but she helps us. But at the same time, you know, we to, uh, to be able to enjoy her, you know, her life at this time, you know. So we try not to lock her down too much, right. you know. Um, but she's good. She's a, anybody that knows my daughter uh, can, can vouch for her and say she's an amazing young woman. So, yeah. so, yeah, she's great, man. But, yeah, she's growing up, though. So. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm happy for her. I know she's going to do great things. Oh, yeah. Um, now, you mentioned time a couple of times, mm -hmm. you know, with the kids growing up and this and that. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I actually kind of take a look at the cover art picture and, uh, yeah. you know, maybe give me some of your thoughts of what you think the cover art picture maybe means mean to you. Yeah, I man, I think it's a great image. Uh, and I think you can take a lot out of it. Me, what I took out of it is, um, you know, and, and once again, the, the cover art picture is the, you know, the paper with time on it and it's, and it's slowly burning. Um, it makes me think about you don't know how much you have, right? You don't know, you don't know uh, when it's going to when it's going to burn up. You right. know, um, at any any given time, you know that little breeze could blow, 
and make it a little faster and you know and and uh it makes me think about trying to always be ready you know uh so that's what I think about it, man. It just makes me think about the, t- the amount of time that we have. We just, we don't know. Right. So, you got to try to stay ready, but it's difficult sometimes, yeah. you know? We all got that time stamp, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. We never know yeah. when it's going to hit zero. Oh, yeah. I get it. Now, um, just kind of sticking on that, on, on time aspect, um, you, you grew up uh, in a military family. Right. Was your dad in the military also? Or? Yes, my dad was in the military. Uh, a lot of my uncles was in the military. Um, now, military family. I mean, we got a military background. Okay. You know, I'm not I'm not one of the ones that uh, grew up on a military base or anything like that. You know, my dad was in the Marine Corps. Um, he did his he did his minimum time and got out and then got into the plants, you know, right after that. Okay. But uh, do come from a military background as far as quite a few men and women uh, in my family was in the military and that kind of kind of withdrew me into the military also you know and and really man that's probably the best things one of the best things that ever happened to me in my life because you know high school man I wasn't the greatest you know uh, I didn't really put grades first you know I wanted to do my own thing I was kind of a hard head and so when I got out of when I graduated high school I didn't have a lot of options but that was my own fault you know so uh, thinking about my dad and my uncles and uh, really want to follow my dad's footsteps. You know, he was in the Marine Corps, so I decided that's what I wanted to do. And uh, like I said, man, that was one of the best things that could have ever happened to me because I, I went into the Marine Corps in 99. I graduated high school in 99, but went into the Marine Corps right after the summer of 99. Okay. So luckily, and on God willing, I survived that summer, you know, because that was a rough summer for me. Um, but ended up going to boot camp and going to the military and man that that really really made me grow up and that's that's what I needed at that time of my life you know so now and and I've said it a couple times to you know different people and you know not to get into uh too much politic kind of stuff but I feel that it should be mandatory right out of high school that you do a a two-year stint or at least Mm -hmm. go through boot camp because uh personally and, and to a fault of my own I don't have a whole lot of patriotism. Yeah. And, and I think that's because, you know, right now we have all this freedom to do kind of whatever we want, which is a great thing. Mm-hmm. You know, many people died for those freedoms. That's right. But I think from a growing up aspect, from a um, having pride in your country, mm-hmm. I, I think that that would be pretty cool to see. And I mean, it's never going to happen. But yeah. I think just from uh, growing up, like you said, growing up, uh, becoming a man, becoming a woman, mm-hmm. uh, I think that would be a good thing for a lot of people. Yep, I agree. Um, but like you say, it's not for everybody. So right. kind of in a perfect world, you know, but, but yeah. I definitely see what you're coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Especially just with everything going on right now as far as, you know, the elections and things and mm-hmm. so much division uh, as far as the parties, you know. Yeah, And I right. feel like if we all had a more uh, patriotism in, a, in our upbringing, Mm-hmm. that we maybe would kind of take a step back and see what the, the true importance of it is, you know, mm-hmm. and, and what people have sacrificed. Yep. Now, whenever you were in the military, mm-hmm. um, you got to see some places where you were based out of Hawaii for I a did. while? Yeah, so I got stationed, can believe it or not, in, uh, in Kaneohe Bay, Hawaii, which is about 30 minutes from Honolulu. Um, so, and when I joined the military, uh, not not long after, uh, that's when I, I married my wife Holly. You know, we got married. She she graduated a year after me, okay. so I joined the Marine Corps. Went through boot camp. Went through some other training. 
um, got stationed in Hawaii, and then a uh, week or so after she graduated high school, we got married you know, in my mom's living room. And so she was able at the time to, after we got married, she came meet me in Hawaii and we, we started life. So uh, it was, we, we were stationed in Hawaii, but I did travel, did travel quite a bit. Went to uh, quite a bit of time in Japan, oh, wow. time in Korea, some time in Thailand. Uh, so got to see a little bit. Was know. she able to go with you to those places as well? No, she was able to come. When I went to Japan, we, it was uh, six month pumps, we called them, so it's a period of six months. Okay. And so the married guys, uh, the wives and the kids, they would allow them to come three months in, about the halfway mark. They'd give them about a week, and the wives and the kids would fly, and you have some time with your family. Okay. So when I went to, when I go to Japan for that long, that she would be able to come about midway. Okay. Know? But yeah, but yeah, her and uh, my, my oldest daughter Macy, she was born in Hawaii, so uh, time she was real small at that time, but she was also. I mean, we we got pictures of her in Japan, man. You know some. Uh, when they would come visit me, it's pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah. That is cool. Mm -hmm. That's that's something that you know I'll, I'll never be able to experience just because I mean flying across the whole you know yeah. another country. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's that is cool. I know that's um, a lot of military guys have a chance uh, to see the world, you yeah. know, and, uh -huh. and kind of serve their country at the same time and get the training that they need. Mm -hmm. um, so that's good. That's good. Now, your time in the military, was there ever a time where? Uh, you know, maybe mental issues are, are uh, just struggles, you know, like getting through boot camp and stuff. You know, I know I mentioned mm -hmm. to you uh, David Goggins, mm -hmm. um, this guy, you know, he went through Navy SEALs and stuff. Now, mm -hmm. I know, granted, Navy SEALs is probably a whole lot different than getting into the Marines, but Correct. I'd imagine it was, it was uh, some tough times. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and, you know, boot camp, like you're saying, when you're going through that initial training period, especially something like the Marine Corps, right, it's a, it's, it's a tough period. And it also is a tough period because you're taking a kid, right? No matter how grown I thought I was when I graduated high school, when I uh, got out of that house and got on that bus, you realize, uh, you know, how grown you are, right. you know. So that was tough, man. But like I say, it was all a process. It was all a good process because that just truly made me grow up and, and, and get up to par to where I needed to be, you know. So boot camp was tough. It, it was, uh, um, you know, I, I remember my dad would, would, would talk to me right before I left, you know, and uh, he, he told me, he said, look, son, he said, uh, it's all going to be mental. He said, that's it. He said, as long as you stay, keep your mind right, he said, you're going to get through this, no problem. Yeah. And that's exactly right. It's all all up in the, in your mind, you know, keep your mind right. and. And I was able to get through it, you know. So did, did you have some things maybe going into it as far as uh, preparing you to try to be mental tough? Or was it just something that, you no, know, you man, think that? I just I just went in and just thought I could I could handle it. You know right. what I mean? No, I, I, I didn't have any kind of preparedness at all, man. Like I said, besides my dad kind of giving me some guidance, you know, that was it, man. Right, right. Now, did you see any kind of live action? No. Uh -uh. no. All the deployments I did was all... Um, all training, you know. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Now, have you have you kept in touch with maybe some of your guys that were in? I your... do. I still keep in touch with a few. Um, not many, you know. We all kind of went our separate ways and lived different lives, you know. So I have a couple that I, that I still talk to from from time to time, but not too many. Are they lifers or you know some guys that stayed in? For there their... is uh, a few that stayed in, but the ones that stayed in, I see I see through Facebook and communicate mm -hmm. through Facebook a little bit, but but not necessarily any kind of uh, personal relationships, you know. Got you, got you. Now, see, so I was, I believe I was a sophomore during 9-11. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. And uh, look, we were scared to death, yeah. you know, because we were coming up, turning about to turn 18 another year or two, and mm-hmm. uh, we knew the war was coming, and uh, I mean, we just knew that we were going to get drafted, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was, a, that was a tough time for us. Now, uh, where were you at as far as your stint in, at that point? Were you retired was, at that point? Or? No, I was in Japan at that time. Okay. Yeah, I, I remember that. Um, and really, we thought for sure, man, they was about to tell us pack our bags and, you know, we, like I said, we was in Japan at the time. My wife and, and Macy was in Hawaii at my home station. Uh, I, I really thought I wasn't going home. You know, right. me and Holly talked. We, you know, we was kind of stressing. You know, but it's kind of what you signed up for, and, and, and part of um, part of being in the military and the reasoning. You know, so no, but I was. I was in Japan, but somehow, some way, it 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 wasn't my time. I guess it, that right. wasn't my path because how I got out of the military during that time, because actually I got out of the military in September of 2000, uh, 2003. Okay. And I mean, that, at that time, it wasn't anybody getting out of the military because everything was still hot and heavy. You right. know? And uh, it was stop loss going on. Well, when I came from my EAS, which was my time to get out, um, which is on September the 8th, I believe, 3rd or the 8th, but um, I think it was the 3rd. But um, at that time, like a couple of weeks before that, they lifted that stop loss. And me and Holly talked, we had to sit down and we decided, you know, what was best for us, me, her, and, and, our, and Macy, uh, was for us to go ahead and get out and start our lives, you know, outside of the military. And so I did, I got out of the military and a couple of weeks after, they put stop loss back in effect. Uh-huh. So for whatever reason, you know, it, it just, it wasn't my time, it wasn't my path to, to, uh, to stay in and have to, and have to do any time, any war time. So. Right. Now, do you feel that if you did have to go into combat, do you feel that you were mentally prepared at that point? You know, when you're in Japan and, and things were getting hot and heavy, do you feel that you were prepared? Man, that's a tough question, man. Um, I can't 100% say yes, right. because the time that I was in the military during peacetime, you kind of take it for granted and it's kind of just a job almost, right? I mean, you, you, you cut up with, with, your, with your fellow, fellow uh, buddies, you know, and stuff. and. You know, you don't, the training that you do, you don't really take serious because, you know, we're 18, 19, 20 years old. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just like I said, it's just a job. So to say that I was mentally prepared, I, I, I couldn't say. I right. couldn't say that I was, man, yeah. honestly. Now, uh, you know, any of the, those guys that you do kind of keep in touch with their stuff, you know, you hear a lot about PTSD and stuff like mm-hmm. that with, with military. Um, in fact, I listened to a show uh, last night. Um, yeah, I forget the percentages. But, you know, PTSD is automatically kind of brought into a military, you know, to our, to our troops and stuff. Correct. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's not, you know, individuals, the trauma, you know, any kind of trauma any kind of, yeah, can, right. can bring those kind of things on. Mm-hmm. Uh, any of those guys that you, you, you kind of keep in touch with, do you know if they struggle with any of that kind of stuff? No, not that, not that they've been open to me about, you right. know. Uh, like I said, I don't, I'm not really, you know, have any good personal relationship with these guys anymore you right. know just kind of a little bit of facebook but so no i, I have it man right, right and right. i know them there's there's a lot of them that struggle with it you know and it's a real thing but i don't personally know anybody got you yeah got you um well that's good now so um so your home base is in hawaii correct yep um, I'm stationed in hawaii now what kind of a uh, culture uh as far as um maybe some uh social uh, duress or anything that you may have witnessed what you, maybe when you was in Hawaii with your family or you know in Japan how were were you received well just yeah man you know, I think you know because really military I think military is so much different than the outside world right because military in the military I mean you're 
you're relying on one another, right? I mean, and you're brought and you're, you make relationships with these guys and these girls. Um, race, to me, just wasn't an issue at all in the military. But I think that's just because we're brought up together. You know, we know our purpose. We know we have to count on one another. So, you know, we was accepted well, you know. And there's, I mean, obviously in the military, there's all different kind of cultures. Right. You know, and being in Hawaii, you have the Hawaiian culture, you know, and like you said, going overseas, um, you know, we were, man, we was, we was welcomed pretty good. I, I really didn't have any issues uh, when it comes to uh, any racial or anything like that, you know, right. different cultures. Yeah. Right. Well, that's good. That's, that's good to hear. Now, you, you know, taking a uh, fast forward a little bit, mm -hmm. you know, uh, we have a bunch of those kind of issues going on right now in the world today yeah. as far as, uh, you know, racism and, and division and, and those kind of things. Um, what have you been seeing or maybe, you know, maybe tell, you know, I know a lot of people that's listening is, you know, know who you are and, and what your family's about. And, but maybe, uh, you know, explain to us as far as, um, what you may be going through, and, you know, with your particular family, mm -hmm. uh, and the things that you may have seen or gone through in the last several years. Yeah. So, so let me tell you a little about me. I'm um, I'm African American, uh, married to married to, uh, to a Caucasian, Holly. Uh, so we have mixed kids. So, man, it's kind of unique in our household uh, right. because it's kind of get the kind of get the the feel for for both sides, right? You know, I, I pay attention to my kids and. And some things that they're kind of kind of ignorant about, right? I mean, I've had to talk to my kids about, you know, you gotta pay close attention to things because uh, I know they're very naive. You know, when you're when you're around your friends and they're, you know, they're making jokes about a certain race, you know, and it's all funny because you think they're just joking. You know, you really gotta pay attention to stuff like that because they're open to both sides they have black friends they have white friends you know and, and they're and they're mixed so um so you really i really try to teach them to, to to really pay attention to um you know to what's really right and what's really wrong you know what's really joking and what's really going too far you know and and it's and it's hard for them because they don't really understand it right because right. like i said i guess they're just they're just kind of naive and they and they they have taught they've been taught to they they don't they don't look at skin color at all you right. know um, so, and I think that's for a lot of our kids, man, because, you know, we, we try to teach them that. So when you try to talk to them about, you know, you know, well, you gotta, well, maybe, maybe think about this. And they're like, what, you know, that don't make any sense, you know, right. but, um, but, you know, and we came into Sulphur, you know, we didn't, we didn't grow up in Sulphur. We grew up in Lake Charles. We came to Sulphur when I got out of the military. So, um, we kinda, you know, had to, make ourselves, you know, be kind of accepted, you know, into the, a new community. So that was a little bit of a struggle for us um, because, I mean, really, Sulphur, Sulphur doesn't have a big uh, population of African-Americans, you know. Um, so in, I think in the beginning it was a little bit tough for us, but, man, with through church and through the, through the Acts movement, it has really, really opened some doors for us, you know. So once we took that, the right avenue, right. You know, then it, things really started opening up for us. Right, you know, right. So. Now, you have great kids, so I, I'd imagine that, or I'll hope that, that they, they don't have come across any kind of bullying or anything or, or teasing or picking or anything like that that you know of? Or No, um, not necessarily. No, I, I wouldn't I'd say any, not anything out, outside of the norm. And I know okay. that kind of sounds kind of bad, yeah. right? But 
kids are going to go through things, man, in school. I mean, you know how, how it was. It's, yeah. it's, nothing's changed. It's still like that today. Um, and, you know, as parents, you want to you wanna jump in there, like right away. You know, you want to go get involved, you right. know. And, and me and my wife has had this discussion before. It's like unless somebody is, you know, physically, you know, being hurt or, you know, there's some, some really, really mental things that they're doing to them, kind of got to let them figure it out a little bit, you know. So outside of the norm, you know, bullying and stuff like that, no, man, with just small stuff that you just got to let them, let them figure out. Right, know? right. Yeah, it's hard, though, man. It's hard to take a, take a step back and kind of let them go through it because, you know, you love your kids, man. You want to go and – you want to go and – you know, you know, you want to show up to school. Yeah, <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. But, yeah. We haven't come across it yet, but I'd imagine it's going to be tough whenever we do, and, mm-hmm. and it's inevitable it's going to happen, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but, you know, what doesn't kill you just kind of makes you stronger, you know. Yeah, and and I, right. we've all been through those things and those struggles, and um, we, we've gotten through it, and, and we're better for it, yeah. you know. Uh-huh. Um, now, you know, we've had getting back kind of a little bit on, on uh, the racial stuff, racial divide maybe. Uh, we've had many conversations at work. Um, I have some, some guys that I'm able to talk to. You know, so we, we got a mix of people, you know, black, white guys that we work with. Yep. And we're, we have some open conversations. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're good and they're, and they're needed, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and one of my partners, you know, he keeps when we, the Black Lives Matter and those kind of things come up. He keeps on. He's always saying, man, we just got to understand each other. We just got to understand each other. Mm-hmm. And, and I try to, to have a conversation with him and, you know, how do we do that? As a, as a white man, I feel like what I can do, what my part is as far as beating racism is through my children. You know, how mm-hmm. I raise my kids to, to not see any color, mm-hmm. you know, to, to not have any kind of social divide. Uh, I feel like that, that is, is my part that I can do. Um, but I also think, I also think uh, that part should be standing up for what's right, you know what I mean, outside of just your interior home and your family, right, okay. outside of your small circle. It's about those awkward moments when, you know, you're having conversations with, with your other friends, you know, and, and they may be, you know, really adamant on how they feel about this and about that, and there's nothing wrong with that. But same thing as like I tell my kids, you have to pay attention to, okay, what's really, what's really right and what's really wrong here. So also I believe everyone's part is to stand up for what's right. right. You know what I mean? Outside of just your family. Yeah, you're right. First and foremost, we have to teach our kids, the next generation, uh, right and wrong. But we also have to be the example you know, outside of our homes. Right. You know? So, you, so you mentioned you know standing up for what's right. Right now, I feel mm-hmm. that as a white man, and I know we can kind of we can have these open conversation. Mm-hmm. That it's almost that I we can't have an opinion, and I say we as as a white uh, race, because mm-hmm. I feel like if we stand up for what what we believe, as far as some people might not think the Black, Life, uh, Black Lives Matter movement mm-hmm. is, is a good thing. You know, they, maybe they see in a bunch of the riots and things yeah, like that. that's right. But they can't say that. Mm-hmm. You know, because if, if they say that, well, then they're automatically a racist. Well, they're not racist. They just don't agree with what maybe yeah, that, that particular situation is going on. You kind of understand what I'm saying? Yeah, correct. But yeah. also, I think it's all about being educated on, on exactly what... Uh, things are meant to be gotcha. right. So if we take, I can take, I can take 
a lot of different things and and not pay attention to the good it's trying to cause and look at the bad just the bad look at the small things that's happening and say well that's what it's about right there right you know but i believe that the black lives movement was um was 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 meant to be for something good yeah. for some for awareness and then with just the way the world is today, you know, it's turned into some some uh, really negativity, you right. know. But like you say about the riots and and all that, now all that doing is is covering up what it truly was was meant to be, right? You know? And that's the media spinning it too, right? Oh, 100%. That, we're always going to see the bad. The media is going to feed off of the negative, you know. That's nobody wants to watch. Nobody wants to watch anything good, I guess. Right. You know, but. Right, yeah. and that's what pays the bills. I mean, you know, sex mm -hmm. and, and drugs right. and, and yep, you know, right. all the bad stuff. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, with that being said, as far as you know, the media. So, a lot of times, you know, the media is our only outlet as mm -hmm. far as seeing what's going on outside of our small circle. That's right. So, with that being said, and kind of getting back to our circle, mm -hmm. it starts with your community, right? Yeah, yeah. So, hundred percent. You can't. We can't control what's going on in other states. No, it's not going to happen. Not. We can't control the government. I mean, it's just not mm -hmm. going to happen. Yeah. So I feel that the the more things that we can do, the 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 broad the way we can get our community bigger mm -hmm. through through our church and doing things the right way, I think that slowly but surely, at least maybe our children in our area mm -hmm. won't have to see those kind of things. Definitely moving in the right direction. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's better than sit back not doing anything. Right. You know. Right. So I agree with that. Good. Good deal. Um, what else, man? Uh, what is there? What's there something, uh, you know, this this podcast mainly as far as uh, struggles? Mm -hmm. um, you know, my big thing is the, is the mental issues that I have. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe what kind of, of struggle have you gone through uh, in your life that that you have to overcome? Maybe that you yeah. can talk about. Man, you know, like I said earlier, me and Holly, we got married at a young age. We was 18 years old. We fresh out of high school, got thrown into the real world. You know, so we had to figure some things out, man, and, and had to grow up and grow together, you know, and we had struggles, you know. I mean, obviously, we were still kids, man, you know, so um, there was a lot of things that, you know, on both sides that we did that took years, you know, I mean, I mean, years for us to overcome. You know, where, where me and my wife are today, I mean, we're in a very, very good place, you know, and I owe that to us returning to the church fully, right? Not, you know, every once in a while trying to go to church when I can, you know, and, and that's it. Like we, we truly try to give ourselves to Christ and we, we finally found a place where we are just truly in love, you know? And, but before that, man, we had some, we went through it, you know? We went through it as, as teenagers. We went through it as, you know, in our young 20s, just not having respect for one another, you know, just um, having our priorities somewhere else, you know? So that was, that was my struggle for a long time, you know? Uh, I, I've done some horrible things. My wife has, has, has done some things. And it's, it's taken me, it had, had taken me a long time to truly let it go and realize that this is the woman for me, you know, and this is what Christ gave me and embrace that to where we can truly be happy now, you know. Um, so, you know, we, I've struggled with that, you know, over the years. I mean, that was, that was a ways ago, though, you know, right. but, um, 
but that, that took me a while to, to really just, just to grow up and just appreciate my wife for what she really is, you know. Um, now, what so, do you think whenever, whenever the times were tough, you know, early on in your marriage, what do you think was the key thing that kept you or kept both of y'all together and, and take, not take the easy road and, you know, and get a divorce yeah, or something like man, that? Man, that's, I don't know, man. That's a, uh, I have no idea, man. The only thing I can I can tell you that is is you know he didn't let that happen, you know, um, because you know there was many a times we both said we was we was throwing in the towel. That was it, you know what I mean? How we stayed together after all that chaos, man. I have no idea. Right. Only thing I can do is just thank him for that. You right. Know? Yeah. Right. That's it, man. Now your parents are are they still married? Yep, parents been uh, still married. Um, I mean, I couldn't even tell you how many years. You're right. But right. Yeah, yeah. Now what about hers? Her, she comes from a, a divorced family. Okay. Um, her mom lives here, here in Sulphur. Her dad lives in, in Oklahoma. They, 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 uh, they started really, really young, just like us, even younger, I think 15, 16 years old, yeah. you know, uh, when, they, uh, when they had Holly. So they were real young. They tried, and I guess it didn't work at the time, so right. um, they're separated now. Yeah. I think you'll see, um, you know, because I come from a divorced family now. Mm -hmm. My parents didn't get divorced until I was around 25. But I, I think when, with, with young couples, either it, it's one of two things, right? Either their parents have been together forever, mm -hmm. you know, and they're going to stay together for 60 years. Yeah. Or they got divorced maybe at a young age, or, you know, speaking of their parents, mm -hmm. and they don't want to go through that. You know what I mean? So that makes that makes total sense, you know, because now looking back at now looking back at it now that you said that. So, yeah, I, I guess, too, in my head, I come from my mom and dad you know, it's always together, you know? So, you know, that's one of the reasons why I, I got married so quickly, right? Because, you know, Holly, you know, became pregnant while we were teenagers and I felt, I'm looking at my dad like, well, you know, my dad's always been there for us and been the man and taking care of us. That's what I need to do, right. okay? And then also fast forward to later on in our, you know, young twenties when things was rough, it's the same thing, it's hard to, I wasn't raised like that, I guess, you know, I didn't come from a broken home, you know, so I didn't want that for my kids, right. you know, and then the same thing on, on her side, probably she opposite came from a broken family and she doesn't, she, she doesn't want that for right. her. She doesn't want that for her kids, right. you know, so that's, that's, that's a good point. You know, yeah. I've never looked at it like that. Right. I can see that. I can see that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so, you know, you bring up uh, your dad being a man, you know, and, and what you've seen from him. So what, you know, throughout the years and growing up and now, uh, you know, we've been knowing each other. When, when did you make your action treat? But 18, 17? Yeah, 2017, I believe. Okay, so we've been knowing each other now for three years. We've gone through mm -hmm. some men's groups and That's things right. like that. Mm -hmm. What's your definition now as being a man? What are you trying to, to create for Charlie? Man, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to be the best man I can be, first and foremost, you know, in, in all aspects of life. Uh, you know, I, I want to be I want to be somebody that that my son, my daughters, my wife and folks in the community that can look at it and just say, first and foremost, that's a good guy. You know what I mean? You know, I know Chuck could do anything for you. You know, I know he's a God fearing man. Uh, so, you know, that's. That's kind of some of the things that I strive for, you know, just right. trying to be the best man, best dad, best husband that I can be, yeah. you know, but it's, it's a, it's a struggle. You got trying, you know, you have some trying times, you know, even though when you think you're doing everything right, things still happen, you know, uh, I, I struggle with right now. 
I believe that my kids expect me, because I work so hard, right, and because I'm so hard on them, my kids expect me to be perfect. You know, they look at me as, if I come in, I'm having a bad day, right, and I may snap off on somebody. Well, man, the roof just blew off the house, you know? And, and you know, me and Holly's had this talk. We've had family meetings over this. You know, I feel like sometimes it's not fair. I feel like dad don't get to have a bad day, you know, because, if dad has a bad day, it just gets amplified, right. you know? So I, I struggle with trying to be perfect in every situation all the time. And that's impossible. It's impossible. That is, that is impossible, you know? I try to deal with situations the best I can and end up being the total opposite on how I should have dealt with it, you know? And I feel the repercussions from it because dad's supposed to be perfect, right. you know? So uh, that, that's something that, that I struggle with still today is just trying to find that balance of discipline your, disciplining your son and your, and your girls, but not going overboard and allowing them to, and realizing that they will make mistakes no matter right. what, you know? Because just as I sit here and say, they expect me to be perfect, well, I'm a hypocrite because in reality, I expect them to be perfect, right? right? I, I, I don't expect them to, to, to forget about something when I tell them something to do something or to, to uh, fall into a little bit of peer pressure at school, you know? But I, I, once again, I'm, it's impossible. I can't expect them to be perfect, you know? Right. So that's what, I'm, that's, what I'm de- that's what I deal with, man. That's the struggles that I deal with is just, yeah. you know, being the, trying to be the best husband and dad that I can you know, but having to realize that I'm not going to do everything right, right. Know? even though I want to, because I don't want to, when, I, when, I, when my wife tells me that, oh, you know, so-and-so, one of the kids came to me and was, you know, was, that feelings was really hurt by what you said, and I, I, I didn't mean to hurt anybody's feelings. I was just trying to help or be honest, you know. Uh, those things suck, man, you yeah. know, so. So you feel, personally, I feel that there's a, a bunch of pressure on us as men um yeah definitely and especially now that you know we're, we're deep into our church mm-hmm. you know we're, we're trying to uh be present in our community mm-hmm. um be out there and it's a good thing and it's a bad thing it's a good thing in that it makes us hold ourselves accountable right the right. more that you're out there the more mm-hmm. people are seeing you do things yeah, that's they right. know who you are well you're gonna get held to a higher standard because this right. is what you're showing mm-hmm. so now you got to do it at all times right yep, that's right um so that's a, that's a good thing and on the flip side that's a pile of pressure you know because we are still human mm-hmm. we are still going to make mistakes and i do feel that we have a unique community where we can you know loosen up a little bit and 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 might not be perfect at all times no but we we also have that that friend that brother that reigns us in when it gets a little too far you know oh, yeah. so yeah, it's definitely. it's a great combination definitely. but but the pressure standpoint for me is i, I get hyper aware of what i'm doing wrong mm-hmm. you know and then i'm just harder on myself mm-hmm. you know and, and that that could sometimes be lead to unrealistic expectations towards our family members yep yeah i understand that and you know but i think it's a I think it's a, in a way, it's a good thing because we recognize it, right? Yeah. I feel like when we know we're not on the right track or we're not moving forward like we should be in the right direction, at least I can talk for myself, I get uncomfortable, 
You know, I get uncomfortable with myself. I'm, I, I steady, like I just, just went to a, a reconciliation this past Sunday, right? And I was putting that off and putting that off. But it was every day I was thinking about it, I was just uncomfortable with myself. And, you know, so I take that as a, as a good thing, though. You know what I mean? That I can't just blow it off and just say, no, I'm, I'm done with it, you know? Because that's, that's not where I'm at, you know? Yeah. Now, there, I would imagine there was a point that where you would be okay with it. And you just, oh, definitely. you know what Years I mean? Just, ago, yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't, even, wouldn't even cross my mind. I wouldn't right. even worry about it, you know. But not, not that the man that I am today, you know. Uh, not Where I'm at today and where I was, I, I wouldn't even want to take a quarter of a step back towards that. Right. You know what I mean? And just because of the fruits that I see from how I am and my faith and my dedication, just from the fruits from my, my marriage and my, my family life and my work, you know, everything, man, I wouldn't give that up for nobody. Right. You know? Right. So, so you, do you think, is there one thing that you would change from the, you know, the younger Chuck mm-hmm. to get you where you were quicker? Or do you feel that it is a process? I think it's a process. I think it's in his time, right? I think everything that we go through and everything that I've been through, it was a purpose. I think that he's not going to allow me to go through anything that I'm not going to at least get something out of. You know, um, so, yeah, I could go back and say, oh, man, I wish I would have did that. But but who knows where that path would have taken me then. Right. All I know is all the all the bad that I went through, all the struggles that I went through. It led me to where I'm at today. So I'll go through that mud. You know what I mean? I'll go through that mud to get to where I'm at today. That's what it that's. That's what it took, yep. you know. So I can't say I, I would want to change anything, yeah. you know, because I got to, at the end of the day, I, I, I say that I trust in him. So, you know, I trust that that was the process for me to go through to get where I'm at today. Right. You know? I agree 100%. Yeah. 100%. Well, look, as we kind of wrap this thing up, um, you know, is there is there any maybe some hope or motivation or maybe a, a, a tactic or something that you would give someone listening uh, that may have – gotten married early uh and, and you know and they're, and they're going through those early stages right now or maybe as someone uh in the military and they're trying to decide if they want to stay or if it's worth it for them you know just you know, what what is there one thing that that you can maybe kind of leave leave today on man you know like i tell you before my turning point in my life was the axe ministry first and foremost um so and I know some, uh, not everybody's Catholic and all that. My, my advice to, to these young men would just to be get into a church somewhere, you know. Surround yourself with, with good people. Surround yourself, like you said in your first one, with, with just, uh, uh, you know, like-minded men, you know. We need that. You know, we talk about, you know, in our meetings and stuff, it sounds kind of weird to some people, but I don't care. But men need men, you know. You have to surround yourself with good with other men that's going to help you be successful right. you know if you know when I was younger and I I had these so-called friends around me I was, I was going nowhere you know that's that didn't help me at all but once I got through the acts ministry once I got men that really could help me right and really um positive people you know to get me in the in pointing in the right direction that's when I became you know where I needed to be you know, so that's the only thing I'd say, man, you got to surround yourself with good people, right. you know, you got to make you, you got to make your way to Christ somehow. 
yep. you know, and, and, and you can take the long road. Hey, that's fine. But I, I guarantee you, if you don't change something, you know, then you're not going to get any results out of right. it, you know, 100%. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Okay, well, and I appreciate that, Chuck. Yeah. Um, so as we're going to end uh, this episode and, and we're going to end how we're going to end every episode uh, is, is the quote of the day. And uh, today is by Muhammad Ali. He says, I hated every minute of training, but I said, don't quit. Suffer now and live the rest of your life as a champion. I thought that was pretty good, you know. Yeah, amen uh, to that. You know, we, we talked about the process, right? The process, yeah. Um, and and that, that brought me straight back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're going through something right now, yeah, even There's processes that we're going through right now, yep. still, you know what I mean? Still trying to get our, 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 our prayer life together, you know, our faith journey on track. It's a struggle sometimes, right? It, it, it is. It's tough. Um, for whatever reasons, you know, trying to get, you, trying to get your time in with, 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 with God every day, with our busy lives. It's a struggle. But like you say, that, that's, that's all training. That's, that's all it is still right now because that's going to pre- prepare us for when that, that, that clock stamp, like you said, you know, that time stamp, whenever it burns out, that's going to prepare us to be able to live forever. Yep. It's the training that we're doing right now. That's right. You know? Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. That's right, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Chuck, man, look, thanks a lot for coming in. Uh, I appreciate it. I know it's it appreciate you, brother. Yep. I, yep. I, and I know it was a short notice. Um, and it was fun. And I know we're going to do it again. This is very, very early stages of this podcast. We, yep. got, we got a lot to do. I know, you know, we, we, a lot of people that are listening to this, they're going to hear the echo. They're going to hear the wind in the background. You know, I still, yep. still got a lot uh, uh, to, to move forward with this thing to kind of make it where we want it to be. But yeah, um, men like you, um, yeah. it, hearing these stories and, and letting this stuff out, uh, it's going to help other people out, you know, and uh, I just I appreciate you always yep. praying for you and your family. You, too, you know, brother. I love you. Yeah, love you too, brother. And uh, if you ever need something, just give us a shout. That'll work, brother. Thanks, Chuck. All right, man. I love you.